Well, hello. Welcome to the Women in Faith podcast. I'm Stephanie Schwartz, the host of Women in Faith, and we're here to help women trust and obey God by knowing and applying His Word. I have my friends Sherry Altman and Sharon Canavo here again with me. Uh, Sherry, let me ask you, what do you enjoy most about serving here at Compass? You know, I would have to say, of all, I love all the things I do, but probably women's Bible study. Mm. And I think partly it's because I grew up with a real love for God's Word, and I really credit that to my parents. The Bible was central in our mm. home. I saw my dad read his Bible every day. And um, being in a small group, leading a small group means that I have kind of a built-in accountability because oh, nice. I do love being in God's Word, but the business of my life can keep me from not investing in it to the depth that I would like to and that I'd love to. So um, it gives me an opportunity to really wrestle with the patches, passage that we're studying with ahead of time because I know I have to lead this group. And yeah. then just <laughs> being good. able to talk together and mm-hmm. encourage women to be vulnerable and transparent in the group, to be open with their struggles so that we can grow as a group and kind of like, yeah, me too, but mm-hmm. also, well, mm-hmm. wow, I've never thought about that. Right. Just yeah. to stir everybody on to yeah. continue That's you know, awesome. being in relationship yeah. with Christ. That's great. What about you, Sharon? Um, well, like Sherry, I love every ministry I'm involved in. And they are just sweet mm-hmm. and just make me feel like I'm um, investing in the way that the Lord would want me to invest. But um, I would say teaching has always been something that has been exciting to me. Um, there's nothing like uh, watching light bulbs go on. I think that's something that um, I've been able to practice through uh, the parenting classes. Mm -hmm. But even here at Compass, it has um, been both terrifying and and rewarding Mm -hmm. to be able to have opportunities to teach. And I think it's um, something that has grown me. I am challenged deeply by teaching. Um, The standard here at Compass is very high, which I appreciate. And uh, I just learned so much through the process of Mm -hmm. teaching. It's just been a joy. That's awesome. Well, I thank you both so much for everything that you do here for us and for the women of this church. Uh, Speaking of women, Mm -hmm. we're looking at the topic of anxiety, knowing that as women, we struggle with this greatly. And this is, God willing, our fifth and final session on the topic. (laughs) Uh, We've been talking about Jesus's command. We know it's throughout the scriptures, but we're looking specifically at Luke 12, 22, where Jesus said, do not be anxious about your life. And this time, we're going to talk about anxiety that's due to overcommitment when we've basically signed up for too much. Mm, that's really easy to do. Yeah. yeah, yes, it is. And I want to read um, five of my favorite verses that come from Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. It's interesting, Luke of the four gospels is the only one that uh, records this account. But Luke said in Luke 10, 38 through 42, as they were on their way, Jesus entered into a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, You are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. 
Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Mm. So we see there that Martha was overcommitted. She was distracted with much serving. She was anxious and troubled about many things. She got to a point of pleasing herself rather than pleasing God. And we're going to talk about how we can get to a place of trying to please others or please mm-hmm. ourselves rather than pleasing God in our homes, uh, with our kids, in our uh, personal areas. Uh, We can get trapped in methods and we can neglect doing what we should be doing, forgetting we only have so many hours. So how would you guys, or how have you seen us being overcommitted when it comes to our homes? Well, I think here in Orange County, this is a big one. Um, And, you know, obviously all of the um, decorating programs on TV have not yeah. helped this at all. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, we spend a lot of time looking yes. and, and wanting to um, emulate what we see, and uh, it, it begins to get in the way of even our fellowship with people and having people over to our home. We yeah. become so self-conscious right. yeah. about what our home that. looks yeah, like. Yeah, I experienced that a lot. I do love to entertain. I grew up in a family where we had people over all the time. Um, but early on in our marriage, I wanted everything to be perfect. I think a lot of it was, I felt it was a reflection of me mm-hmm. and, um, I wanted people to think well of how I ran my home. And, um, so it got to where my husband was like, why do we have people over? You run around like a chicken with your head cut off for five <laughs> yeah, hours and I'm all stressed just right. watching you. And totally. he didn't want me to invite people over. Yeah. And I just had to come to grips with why am I even really doing this? Yeah. That's so good. Sherry, you're people. so good at hosting too. Well, it I, comes easy for me, I think, cause I grew up with it. But on the other hand, then it can also get out of control. Yeah. yeah. Right? We have to watch right. ourselves. And yeah, I know it doesn't come easy for everybody, but it's and important to do. see that in the, the passage that we right. just read, there was nothing wrong with Martha serving. And I right. think Martha it enjoyed thing. it. Yes. And we're called to, to hospitality. Yeah. Yes. And yet we can veer off course. Yeah. So because have, of our own standards, yes. which yes. are way out of whack for whatever reason. Right. Well, know? and we have to ask, what is the reason? You know, why are we right. uh, stressed out and worried about you know, having people over. Are we doing it for ourselves to look good? Yes. (laughs) Well, I think really is, that's the biggest temptation is to have people pat us on the back, go, wow, that was a really great dinner. You know, your home looks beautiful. Even start out with good intentions and then suddenly kind of drift off into like... How am I going to Instagram look? world. Yes. Yeah, totally. Again, yeah, yes. or just feel like we have to do everything. I, you know, when people come to my home, I feel like I want to do everything for them. Yes. And sometimes letting people help me, like uh, I'm so over where I'm not ready in time and people yeah. come and they're like, what can I do? And I'm like, yeah, do this, do that. And we have so much fun in the kitchen pre- prepping where before I would stress that I don't want anybody helping me yes. once they got there. Yep. Yeah. I hear you. You know, it's funny because I had a little party and spent the whole time doing all the food and everything because I didn't want them to have to get there and work. Right, exactly. And That's by the Italian. time they were going out the door, I'm like, I had no time right. to fellowship right. with them. Right. I and felt I like think, I was a yeah. restaurant owner. Yeah, or just That's leave the, the dirty key. dishes. Yeah. Leave yeah. the kitchen totally. a mess. Yep. You and know? hang out. And hang out with when them. When you have right. no time to hang out with the people that you've brought over. There's yeah. something wrong. Yeah, there's something wrong. Yeah. And, and we've defeated the whole purpose of hospitality. And we can't stop trying to have people over to our houses. Yeah. Don't well, We can't give up, And right? if it's not totally. natural to you, I know a lot of people have a lot of fear and anxiety about having people over. Yeah. Right. And you just got to make it simple. Yeah, make you know? it simple. Yeah. Yes. yes. I make just, it simple, enjoy best. one another. Go to Costco, talk, get over the fact games. that you're doing that Caesar yes. salad from Costco again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
That's right. Who cares? Yes. Dress it up a little bit and throw yeah. it out there. Yeah. Exactly. Well, besides our home, we can get really overcomplicated when it comes to our kids. Uh. Overscheduling, yes, overscheduling, so much going on, feeling like if they don't attend this or go to Mm -hmm. this, they're going to become crippled. Oh, yeah, or in sports, if they're not in the clubs and all of the special. We're um, missing God's sovereignty over their lives when we get like that. It's crazy because God is, he's got a purpose for our kids. They're going to end up where he wants them to end up. Right. And we don't have to have them in 49 classes just in case they might go in one of those directions. Yes. Right. Like, do you want to do this the hard way? Yeah. Yeah, Or the easy way? Because they're still going to get there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're back to trusting God again. Exactly. That he will land them where he wants them to be. And he's going to, you know... Direct the streams of their heart mm-hmm. to where he wants them to be. Yeah. So if someone is overbooked and they have their kids signed up for mm-hmm. everything right now and they're anxious and they're losing their minds, what would you suggest that they do? How do they determine or navigate through yeah. all of that? I think you have to prioritize. Yeah. Okay. So again, with Mary Martha, what is the better thing? Mm-hmm. What is the best thing? And I think a big one is finding great Christian friends, put them in events and, um, classes or whatever at church or things where they can make quality Christian friends. That's a good one. I remember thinking when my boys were young and they were in baseball and, you know, there were times that we could have gone in other directions, but to Mario and I, it it was purposing to have them in one arena where they were going to learn to work as a team. You know, they were going to get the good lessons that they could get from being involved, but not to think that this is going to be their career one right, day. Right. If it would be their career, we would know that right. and we would go in that direction. But otherwise it was just for what benefit they could receive from that. And having them in so many classes, we miss out on the benefits. Yeah. And absolutely. then we miss out time with our children because yeah. we're so busy schlepping them around everywhere right. that, you know, the only time we really talked to them was in the car. Right. Which isn't a bad thing. Right. You should use those opportunities Yeah, we too, are glad we've got them locked I in the car I think children need time at home. <laughs> yeah. They need time to kind of unwind. Yes. And, yeah, and totally. a lot of times that's really when you do have the best conversations and yeah. you can observe them and kind of right. see what they're struggling yeah. with or what they're doing well in. and right. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, uh, even listening to you guys both, just realizing that, you know, we do live in a culture where a lot of people want their kids to be famous athletes yeah. or right. famous celebrities right. or famous musicians. And, uh, you know, I think it's easy to put that in a place where it takes priority over, like Sherry, you said, just the spiritual side. Right. Yeah. And, you know, what's more important is that, you know, they're famous in God's kingdom Mm -hmm. exactly, rather than famous down here. So making sure we're not sacrificing the spiritual, you know, trying to attain all of this out there. Yes. Yeah. I agree. And then, you know, another thing where we can really go off base is concerning our personal image, mm. like the way that we look, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's never good enough. No. And it's <laughs> deteriorating <laughs> too. Never I mean, ends. I don't know what's happening, but it's right. slipping. Yes, it is. Well, I it's think getting just, harder. Well, I think just being willing to age yes. graciously I agree. And, and just get the fact that I'm getting gray hairs and you and know, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. And, and not to stress not to be about, ashamed of being old. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I just think even that God has given us a natural 
grace in aging. Yeah. And then we try to mess with that. It just never even looks right anyways. Yeah. And we're just chasing something that is never going to be attainable. We're never going to grow younger. We just need, you know, I think I look back at how I looked 10 years ago and I'm like, why did I complain and distress about how I totally. looked then? I looked great compared oh, to how I look yeah. now, right? Right. And so it's just imagining that. Yeah. Looking back at all those pictures thinking at the time I complained about yes. how bad I was. Right. Right. And now I would love to be that and those fat. silly fashions that we <laughs> yeah, thought were totally. so great and we spent yeah. all this money on and you look back and go, wow, what was yeah. I thinking with that haircut? Or yeah. that? Right. Yeah, but totally. Again, it's, it's, just... it's having our, our um, mind in the right place. I mean, it's good to look in the mirror mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, make sure the makeup is on straight before we walk out the door. But we're not, you know, we're not supposed to be purposing to please people, you know? Well, it goes to motive. Yeah. So, you know, I struggle with some things um, and I think, okay, why am I really doing this? Right. Totally. And then is it really going to change anything? Right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a great question to ask before you sign Mm -hmm. up for any cosmetic surgery Uh, or, you know, buy another Mm -hmm. product or whatever is why am I doing this? Yeah. And I I think we do want to appear in a way that's not distracting. Yes. Absolutely. You know, you don't want those long hairs growing out of your chin and people are like, what's that all about? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. You younger women have no idea what we're talking about, but you will will someday. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, we do. God does want us to pay attention to our parents. We want to look um, attractive to our husbands. Right. And I think a lot of that yes. comes to motive is, you know, my husband doesn't care about a lot of things that I think he cares about. Right. And the bottom line is, why so am I spending money on that? What would you suggest as far as navigating through what's reasonable and not reasonable? I mean, when is it what we need to do for self-care and when is it over the top? I think it comes down to asking ourselves, who are we trying to please? Yeah. Is it pleasing God, mm-hmm. or is it pleasing man? Yeah, right. or is it pleasing our husbands? Or is or it ourselves. pleasing me? Right. Yeah, or ourselves. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Am I so worried to go into the midst of other women and feel like I'm being judged because I didn't do something right. that, uh, you know, maybe I could have done better? And when we start getting to that point, our, our goals are wrong, right? Well, and I think we have to um, consider our inner life. Right? How I come across to women in terms of my humility and my grace, and um, instead of always looking perfect, you know, are they able to see past the fact that maybe I had a bad hair day, but I came across to them in a way that was sensitive and caring and kind. And, right, and totally. that takes time of sitting at the feet of Jesus. That's where yeah. we create those kind of qualities in yeah. our lives. Yeah. Yes, and I yeah. think it's so, um, you know, based on what you're saying, Sherry. So many times. We, you know, fall in love with these friends of ours because they are so beautiful on the inside. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and you know, all of a sudden they start us. looking beautiful on the mm-hmm. outside, right. you know. It is. Beauty is, yeah. you know. Yeah, totally. Beauty is in the heart. It really is. It's what's coming out of the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, I remember hearing a famous theologian saying he had lunch with a group of people and it included a woman who was a really successful model. And yet what was coming out of her mouth was just mm. so unattractive. Yeah. And I've he said by the too. end of the lunch, she just wasn't that attractive yeah. anymore. Right. So, you know, that that hidden person of the heart mm-hmm. that we see in First Peter 3, that's what yeah. we need to invest in first. Yeah. yeah and then, you know, is. reasonable self-care. Right. You know, based on finances and... Yeah. It just um, yeah, is something that we need and to And to remember that consider. we were made by God in his image. Yeah. And, you know, this worldly image of beauty is fleeting and it's wrong. It's just wrong. 
Yes. So we can become anxious about our physical Mm -hmm. appearance and end up going down a bunch of rabbit trails that we've never been called to go on and then feeling even more anxious. Well, yeah, because it drains our finances and takes time away from other things. It takes time away from our service at church. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, that's one thing where we can overcommit at church as well. How do you, I know you guys do so much here at church and you do such a great job at it. Mm -hmm. How do you know know what to do and what not to do? You know, for me, um, when someone comes and says, hey, would you consider doing this? I say, you know, let me take a step back um, and let me pray about it for mm, at least a week. Primary. And because I want to know that God through you is calling me um, to do this because then regardless of my circumstances, he's going to equip me, whether it's time or resources or finances or whatever. And the other thing is just really before I talk to my husband, I do spend time in prayer asking God to direct my husband's heart mm-hmm. and to whether this is a good thing for me mm-hmm. because often our husbands see things that we don't. Yeah, that's So smart. for me, it's those two things first. I have to have a peace that God is calling me, and then I have to feel that my husband could be supportive of me mm-hmm. in this. Yeah, And then I right. just step out in faith. Mm-hmm. And yeah. sometimes I feel like when I'm doing a lot of things, I'm not doing them all very well. Right. But I think that's just my expectation that I should be doing things perfectly, and I need yeah. to just get over that and trust God that mm-hmm. I'm just dealing with one woman at a time. That's yeah. all I can do. And know? I think in addition to what you're saying, Sherry, because those are primary, woman. you know, the prayer, praying, Am I? do I believe mm-hmm. God is calling me to this, asking our husbands. Mm-hmm. But also God has given us time in yeah. our week. And, and so much I look time. at that, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. I look at that the same way when I was doing the bills. I, You know, it's a budget. Yeah. And you yes. take a look at your week mm-hmm. and you see how many mm-hmm. hours do I have in a week and yeah. do I have time yeah. to invest in this ministry? You know, and Sherry, you and I are at a great time. And Stephanie. Yeah. It's a season We're, of your life too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, I think that's where we can get anxiety that comes from trying to please other people mm-hmm. because right. what if somebody who's in a different life stage right. looks yeah, at exactly. us and says, yeah. well, Sherry's doing this and Sharon's doing this mm-hmm. and Stephanie's doing this. So I should be doing all right. that too. Right. But maybe yeah. they have four young kids at home right. or, you know, they're trying mm-hmm. to do all sorts of different things and you can't do everything. And if you end up trying to replicate what mm-hmm. other people do, being in bondage to whatever it yeah. is that they're telling you to do often. Even the spiritual disciplines, yes, like Bible can, study and how that looks. R- yes. We're called to study mm-hmm. the Bible, but it might look different exactly. for each person. So our schedules cannot be replicated by other people. Yeah. Got, it's individual. God right. wants us to individually yeah, look He at doesn't our... want us to be comparing our methods to other people. He Absolutely. wants us to be spending time at his feet. And what does that look like for you? Right. Yeah. And how and can you prioritize When that? I had the little ones, I was doing one thing, really. The only service I was doing in the church at that time was I was on the prayer ministry mm-hmm. um, because I was running a school and yeah. I was raising my kids and taking care of my husband. Um, although many times he was taking care of me. Yeah. <laughs> well, he should. But, <laughs> but um, I knew my limits. Mm-hmm. I knew I could not invest in more than what God had mm-hmm. right in front of me to do. Right. And we have to look at that. Yeah. And I think sometimes we need to realize that God is using us to serve in the lives that we have um, in our families, in our yeah. homes, with the people that come across us when we talk about evangelism. If we're so stressed and overcommitted, we don't have time to literally talk to somebody yeah. you know, um, right. that comes across our path about yeah. the Lord, then we're too overcommitted. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes we feel guilty mm-hmm. about you know, serving. Maybe we should be serving, but it's not necessarily being called. 
Yeah. Right. There's and a difference. There is a sure. big difference in yeah. that. We need to be sensitive to that. We need to acknowledge it and we need to not, um, you know, submit to guilt right. in that totally. way. Yeah. Asking God, as we've said, God, why am I doing mm-hmm. this? What do you want me to do? Because we can end up uh, assuming that, you yeah. know, we're right or assuming that everybody else should do what we do mm-hmm. or assuming that we should do what others do. Yeah. And yeah. I think we need to be realistic that some things aren't a good fit for us. Yeah. And so sometimes we're even asked to do something, but at some point it becomes clear that this is either the season of our life or it doesn't really make sense anymore mm-hmm. or whether it's just something you get in and you realize, whoa, you know what? I don't think this is really what God wants me to be doing. Right. And it's okay to have a little bit of trial yeah, and error, right. I think. Don't you think? Yeah. Give yeah. ourselves a little oh, grace yeah, that sure. sometimes yes. we get into things and realize we, you know, we're not quitting because we're not committed. Right. Exactly. Right. And I tell some of my NAVMO leaders this, it's like, it's okay to step back and go, you know what? This may not be a good mm-hmm. fit for me. Absolutely. Right. And we can become so prideful about what yeah. we signed up for yes. or mm-hmm. what we said we would do. I know uh, a great example of that is from the book of Judges. Uh, where I'm blanking on his name, the judge who sacrificed his daughter because oh, yeah. he said the first person, oh, the first right, thing that leaves my house. Yes, judge. Yeah. It starts with the judge. Uh, it's uh, one of those hard ones. Yeah, Anyways, whatever. You guys I, know who we're talking about. But yeah, I mean, you know, and, and just realizing right. that just because you said you would do something doesn't mean that if you realize this was a bad right. decision, yeah. yeah, you can't say, you know what, I need to back out of yeah. this. I can't do this anymore. This wasn't a good decision. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So, was it Jethro? Jephthah, no. that's right. right. Jephthah. And you have yes. to be, I know. right, it comes to humility. Yes. Yeah. And yes. I think often God teaches us things through that opportunity, mm-hmm. through that uh, commitment that we made. But then he's like, okay, I taught you what you needed to know. It's time to move on. You yeah. know, I, I notice in my life there's a difference between um, when I'm serving for others and when I'm serving for the Lord. And it comes at the end of the night when I lay my head on the pillow mm-hmm. and I, there's a big difference between those those nights where I lay my head on the pillow and go, that was a really good day. Right. I feel fulfilled. I feel like I did what I was supposed to do. And it doesn't mean I did it perfectly because I don't think I've ever had a day where I've done everything perfectly. But I feel like I did what the Lord wanted me to do in that day. Well, yeah. And there's often times where I have a huge list of things that have to be done. And I'll just sit down in the morning and go, Lord, help me to do the things that count for you. Yeah. Right. And let the totally. other things go. And he really does. Yeah. And making sure that relationships, right. uh, relationships, relationships with, with God, mm-hmm. relationships with other people, if key. we have no time for those relationships, right. we're overcommitted. Yeah. That's true. We're That's overcommitted. The key. I learned many years ago that uh, the task does not have to be done by me. God will give us tasks yeah, to for sure. encourage the relationships. Right. That's what it's there His for. His work will still get done. He can right. do, yeah, <laughs> yes. he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. He doesn't need us for that. Yeah, even just asking ourselves daily, why am I doing this? Exactly. Am I trying to please others? Mm-hmm. Am I trying to please myself? Or am I pleasing to God? It's not about the task. It's well, about the relationship. we need to wrap it up. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thanks Please for don't forget us. to subscribe, share, like, and comment. Even email us at wf at compasschurch.org with your topic suggestions or with your questions. I'm looking forward to the next time that we meet. I want to thank Thank you guys both so much. Oh, it was so fun. It was our pleasure. Super was. fun. Really Looking privilege. forward to meeting with you again in the future. Mm-hmm. Sharon and, and Sherry, thank you very Stephanie. much. <laughs>